Raghavendra Bhatt is an undergraduate student in his senior year at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. He is also an author, teacher and performer, having given talks and performed various mathematic music shows. Currently doing research in analytic number theory, he is a really approachable and humble mentor for a lot of students. Q. Let's start off with how your journey began in the first place. How did you get started with mathematics? Do you still continue doing math with magic and music? A. Arthur Benjamin's Math Magic TED Talk had a huge impact on me. I think I saw it when I was in 8th grade. There was also this talk by Terence Tao on the randomness of prime numbers, Walter Lewin's last talk at MIT and Steve Jobs' talk at his Stanford graduation. All of these really motivated me to pursue a theoretical field. In 2015 when I was at a talk at Manipal, I met mathematicians from abroad, and speaking to them about some prime number conjectures which I had developed really motivated me to pursue the subject. My math journey can be split into two parts, the first one is math, magic and music all together, but in the last three years or so it has really taken a backseat. I don't do my shows nowadays, instead I am more into pure and applied, advanced math. Music is still there, but I do it as music and not as music in math. Q. Amazing journey. We would love to know more about your conjectures. How did you get motivated to come up with them? Have you proved any of them? A. So when I was in 10th grade, my math teacher gave me a book. While going through it I found a chapter on prime numbers, and I randomly started thinking that every even number can be written as a sum of two primes. It just came out of nowhere. I verified my claim by hand up to 100, and it was working beautifully. I wanted to try it for bigger numbers so I wrote a Python code at night and it ran all the way till the morning, the code verified my claim for several million values. I thought that I had discovered something new, but in the same book, on the very next paragraph it was written that this is the well-known Goldbach conjecture. That incident motivated me, if I was able to do something without knowing that it existed, maybe I should try to keep doing more and more things and at some point of time I might do something that is not known. If you discover 2000 things by yourself, there's a greater chance you did something unknown than if you did only a thing or two. So I just thought to myself, okay, let me try to look at patterns in numbers and primes and come up with more and more conjectures. For the next two months or so, I discovered around 20 conjectures which I thought were true. I would write Python codes and see if they worked out, which they all usually did. Then the journey kind of changed after I came to America, I started learning the mathematics behind most of my conjectures and now I try to prove some of them. It doesn't just rest at Python programming and verification. I use analytic number theory to prove some of them and now I'm developing some results based on those conjectures. Q. Fantastic. Among the conjectures that you have developed, do you have a favorite? And what would be a favorite conjecture in general, out of those which you developed? A. My SP, square prime, numbers paper started off as some conjectures. Those were the conjectures I made after I came to America and they are my most favorite. I agree that the ones I made in 2015 are special, but now they just seem uninteresting. I remember coming up with these SP conjectures after coming to America and coding them on my new Mac. I also discussed a lot about them with the number theory professor at the University of Illinois and proved some results, that's how my first paper got published. I would say that these are the most precious conjectures since they have the most value according to me. In general in math, my favorite conjecture is the Goldbach conjecture. It's the first conjecture I came up with, the first one I learned and also for almost two weeks last year, I had thought I proved it. I don't know if that's idiotic. More recently, I am developing interest in conjectures which are not in pure mathematics, such as the clique problem in theoretical computer science and many more. Q. Superb. We would love to know what you are doing in terms of academics right now. Are you more into pure math or applied math? 
And do you have an idea of how you want to take things forward in the future? A. So my first paper was completely in pure math, in the field of analytic number theory. My belief is that it can be used in cryptography but I haven't worked on it so it is still a pure math project. A paper which is still being reviewed is about the game of primes. It is in game theory, so it comes under applied math. Currently I am looking for PhD programs in applied mathematics, trying to shift through by taking some computer science classes. I also plan to do some research in applied math in the coming months. Q, that's awesome. Continuing with the questions, what was it that motivated you to write your book? How did you manage to accomplish this feat? A, a book which I wrote was actually quite a last-minute project. A distant relative, who is a publisher, contacted me about writing the book. We had a difference of opinion, what he wanted me to do was different from what I wanted to write. So I decided to self-publish my write-up. I wrote the book around January 2019, and it is just a narration of some experiences that I have had in mathematics, definitely not an autobiography. Q. Interesting. Moving on, you mention a few things in your book about how math should be taught. You've also been taking classes almost every weekend since 2019 for raising a mathematician, RAM, foundation students. What's your take on the various styles in which math is taught, and do you think teaching also benefits the teacher? A. RAM class's journey actually began as an attempt to simply give back to society and work with some students without any barrier, but after doing it for a while I realized that even I am benefiting tremendously from this. This is something I very firmly believe in, when you teach a concept to someone else, you cannot fool yourself and make yourself believe you are doing it right if you are doing it wrong. Neither can you skip over parts which you are unsure of, since you have to teach it to someone else. Teaching also makes you prepare for all kinds of questions that can be asked by the learner which you should be able to answer. Something similar happens at university here, when I try teaching something which I learned to my roommates, I grasp it in a much better fashion than I did originally in my class. I think that trying to convey a concept to someone else requires a much deeper understanding of the concept than simply learning it does, and teaching pure sciences should be an interactive process, because things can be really abstract at times, and if the teacher does not make it appealing or intuitive to the audience then the learners can completely zone out and not understand what's going on. Q. Truly said. Learning and teaching do need to be more interactive in order to grasp the essence of the concept being taught. Next up we would love to know more about your experience being in the U.S., meeting so many great mathematicians and getting to discuss things with them. A. The last two years and four months that I have been in the U.S. have definitely been the best two years of my life. My first semester of undergrad studies was at Wright State University in Ohio, and then I transferred to UIC, University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, where I currently am. Some things which I really find fascinating about this country is how open people are to creativity, the passion with which professors teach and the way in which they facilitate research among students. I have had the huge honor of getting to work with some of the greatest mathematicians, Alexandru Zarescu is my number theory professor, and he also advised me on my papers. He has really brought about a big change in my understanding of math. I've also had the opportunity of interacting with professors from other universities, such as Kieran Kedlia from San Diego, who can be considered one of the greatest mathematicians of all time. Thank you for taking out time and answering our questions, Raghavendra. We are really excited to continue discussing so many things with you next week. Correspondence Nikhil Kolkarni is a 16-year-old grade 11 student from Nashik who is interested in pure and applied math and volunteers for RAM Foundation. Saeed Patil is a 15-year-old unschooled math enthusiast from Pune. She is interested in number theory and computing, and also volunteers for RAM Foundation. If you wish to be part of a WhatsApp or Telegram group where we share these posts and only these posts on a weekly basis, 
register on https colon slash slash tenureal.com slash If you wish to contribute with such experiences as a student, a parent or a teacher, please do write to us at articlesroom at gmail.com.